When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Podcast Network Asia. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me a hell yeah! Hey, this is Zeta Zay. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! Hey, everyone. This is Jeff Cobb. I'm Lewis Howley. I'm Sam Spoker. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Hello, my name is Zena Dragunov, the star, the NXT UK champion, and you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You are now listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast and the number one podcast in Kenya. Yes. <laughs> this is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Romoran and Emil A.S.H. coming to you for the first episode since the Holy Week break. Uh, well, hello to uh, the people of Kenya, the Kenyans who are listening to this wrestling <laughs> podcast. If you don't know, we are number one on the Kenyan Apple podcast charts in the wrestling category. So yeah, that is, that is a surprise <laughs> to me. Um, I've been checking in Chartable Digest every day since then, and we are still holding that number one spot. So I do not know why the Kenyan wrestling fans love us, but they do. Hello? Maybe one day you can visit, you know, and have a show there. <laughs> right. Emil, how are you? How was your Holy Week break? Yes, I was able to re-energize since uh, Super packed tile last week with uh, viewing parties and I think we recorded a couple of episodes last week. Um, not sure you know, uh, supposedly wala kaming holidays to work because I work uh, we don't observe Philippine holidays but I took it upon myself to take a leave last week just to you know just to take some rest re-energized and catch up on some wrestling that I missed during uh, Wrestlemania weekend. So Yeah that's right. Uh, I spent the f- Five, four days, four now four days since I since the podcast no Thursday. I just spent that catching up on pretty much almost everything that I missed, everything that I wanted to watch. So Yung Mana Misko on WrestleMania weekend and then the other stuff that happened over the weekend, like SmackDown and uh NJPW the bus. So I'm dabbing gonna and yeah, I almost got tired of watching wrestling. I don't know about you, but <laughs> This is what I wanted. I wanted to watch wrestling, and then I almost kind of got tired. So yeah, it it happens, when, especially when undaming nangyare over the last uh, two weeks. So, but yeah, yes, it's worth um, it. I mean, yeah, you you the, the listener don't have to watch all the wrestling we watched, but uh, uh, I mean, for the most part, some of us, for some of us in the on the podcast. We do need to talk about almost everything, and that's why you know that's why we're the premier podcasts in the Philippines and in Kenya 
Yeah. So, uh, no, no, over the weekend as well, we celebrated our official ninth anniversary on April 7th. So that was on Friday, I believe. Yeah, Friday. And yes. wild. Um, it is our ninth anniversary for real, for real. I just wanted to talk about this real quick because uh, Stan won't be here this week. But it's crazy how far we've gotten um, since recording our first official episode after WrestleMania 30. And I wanted to ask Emil, I know you told the story before, but I wanted to remind myself, when did you start listening to the podcast? So I, I, uh, on the air, but I'll, I'll tell it again for those who doesn't know. Uh, the first time I actually stumbled upon the wrestling wrestling podcast, or as back then it was, no, it was known as the SGP podcast. Yeah. Were you a part uh, of my, SGP? Sorry. Uh no, I wasn't part of the group. Okay, uh, the Facebook okay. group. Yeah, so, yes. but I do know there was a group on Facebook, but I did, I was able to join. So I stumbled upon it while I was watching. I was while I was reading a Rappler article regarding Terminus twenty fourteen. So okay, that okay. was the first time I ever stumbled upon the the podcast, and I was a listener. I was a listener ever since, and it's been. I don't know. Yeah, I, I became a, I became a listener just around the time uh, you were hitting your first year anniversary, okay, and okay. it's 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 been it's been it's been wild to think. Like back then, I w- this the podcast alongside other podcasts were my weekly habits. It's like a habit ko every week just to listen to podcasts. And thank you. I can't believe that one day I'll actually be a part of the podcast, and then you know I actually. Uh, I you know I said it on Twitter. Now initially, I was brought in as a guest. I bo- volunteered <laughs> because I was a part of the Discord. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you knew Anna. Yeah. yeah, we'll talk about that in, in a bit in Discord. Yeah, and then I think I did well in my first couple of guest appearances. That they took me in as an ASH. It, it's it has been a great experience ever since. I'm always giddy about coming into recordings each week, whether pick of the week or the live stream, to talk about something that I love, to talk about something that I always follow. And sakto din yung dating ko dito sa podcast just in time for the my first ever resume of viewing party, which was again, again, thank you to everyone who uh, joined uh, the wrestling, uh, wrestling, wrestling podcast viewing party. And yeah, nine years, uh, eight years, seven and a half years as a fan, and then almost one year as an ASH. So yeah, this podcast has contributed so much to my wrestling fandom. And dami kong na discover na my wrestlers, promotions. I I became more aware of the local scene because of this podcast. So again, happy anniversary to all of us here uh, on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Well, happy anniversary to you as a listener and happy anniversary to you as a part of the show. And speaking of the ninth anniversary, let's get this plug out of the way. We are doing a live podcast recording for our ninth anniversary celebration. So the last time we did uh, a live podcast recording was for episode 300. Uh, we did that uh, back before the pandemic, and we're bringing it back because Champion Padena and our uh, our friends, or rather our um, our fine fine producers over at Podcast Network Asia, have uh, encouraged us to do the thing. This will be at the Podcast Network Asia Studios at Silver City Decagon in Pasig. That's near Chendesitas. It's going to be in April 23 in a couple of weeks, in a couple of weekends. That's a Sunday at 6 p.m. 
If you want to be a part of this limited tickets, lang, you can go and sign up at pnalive.com. That's pnalive.com. Tickets are only 200 pesos. And we might have some food and drink ready. Uh, we'll let you know, but we're working on it. And you can just be a part of this small intimate gathering, you know, and listen to us. I don't know. We haven't set the agenda yet. But um, if you have missed uh, being a part of the show, being a part of the podcast in person like we did before, then this is a great opportunity. And if it works, if, it, if it's a success somehow, we'll do more of this. Uh, there are only 20 slots, and five of those will be going to our Patreon subscribers to get us. Emil, uh, let's tell the people about the Patreon program. All right, so the Patreon program, uh, there's a lot of perks uh, of joining our, our, our Patreon. So uh, you can subscribe to it at uh, patreon.com slash the wrestling wrestling podcast. You know, I know bro uh, said uh, that we have a Discord community. And if you're part of the Discord community, you have a chance to get dibs on those uh, tickets for our live anniversary uh, show on April 23rd. Aside from that, you can also interact with your fellow podcasts and your fellow Wrestling Wrestling Podcast listeners as well. Aside from the Discord, we also have our Pasabais, which we just had during WrestleMania week. And so if you want to get your authentic WWE, AW, or any other wrestling merchandise, you can join in on our next one when you sign up to our Patreon. Also, we got some uh, local, oh no, some uh, review content. Of the weekly wrestling shows like Raw, SmackDown, uh, Dynamite, NXT, and some local uh, local wrestling shows as well. Which uh, this past week, Rowan, I think, wrote a review of uh, the latest episodes of NWF Action Novella. So if you want to check those out, you can go to our Patreon. And uh, lastly, uh, we do have some watch parties. I mean, but... Um, you it it's not yet really sure how we're gonna do that after WrestleMania and the next you know and the next PLEs. So by subscribing to our Patreon, you are supporting everything that we do here in the podcast. So again, please subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. And you can subscribe for as low as five dollars or in our local currency, it's around 200 50, 260, 270 pesos. So, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yes, sir. Um, I don't know if I made a mistake before when I would promote the price, but it is around 275. Lang. Ay, 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 so, yeah. $5, mura na mura, murang mura. And you'll be supporting us for a low, low price. You know, um, if you like what we do, if you are a believer like Emil was, if you, if this is a part of your wrestling diet, um, please consider it. Um, but it would be really, really nice because um, it would be nice to be rewarded for our efforts in, you know, bringing you all the talk, all the info, all the news on the wrestling world. All right. Um, this is a picks of the week episode. Uh, if you're new here, this is pretty much our picks of our, you know, our favorite things in wrestling, whether it's a match, a segment, even a TV show, or even something on social media. We, we talk about it and, you know, curate it for you. Uh, this is based from all the past, from everything that happened on the past week. So this is Monday, April 3 to yesterday. That ends Monday, April 10. So let's begin. We talk about everyone's picks, even those who are not here. Let's begin with Rowan ASH's pick. He picks something from last week's episode of MWF Action Novella TV. It is the official split 
of the hashtag PWOG. So uh, for those who don't know, the hashtag PWOGs are a long-running tag team here in the Philippines scene. It's comprised of Jake De Leon, the Senorita, Mr. Philippine Wrestling, and the digital demon, the social media sinister, Ken Warren. And they pretty much broke up because of um, some storyline disagreements. And Jake De Leon hasn't been quite himself as of late and has been not, you know, self-aware to the point that he's like spiraling into madness. So pretty much this was a, a breakup of two best friends, two veterans of the Philippine scene, two people who have uh, repped the Philippines outside the Philippines even so far as, you know, in a WWE tryout in Shanghai, China. So uh, for Rowan, this segment gave him mixed emotions. Uh, he predicted it because, Sempre, uh, it's a fun prediction. And then he also predicted that Ken Warren might be JDL's 100th match. Um, JDL is approaching, or rather did do his 100th match as of the last MWF taping. But, a big part of this breakup was also Ken Warren announcing that he is migrating to Canada. So Ken Warren is Rowan's first favorite wrestler ever during the, the renaissance of Philippine wrestling in the last decade. So Emil, um, I don't know how much you follow Philippine wrestling, but what are your thoughts and feelings on this? As a big fan of the PWOGs, of course, uh, it was kind of sad to see them broke up earlier. But you've been noticing uh, the past few weeks in uh, in the Action Novella TV, Ken Warren is a bit, you know, he's just there. But he isn't really supporting JDL in his... Uh, in his crusade. I mean, JDL in, his, in the last few weeks has been, you know... Um, like complaining a lot <laughs> based from the from what I saw. And Ken Warren finally had enough and began in a real talk. See JDL uh, on 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 that's on that segment uh on the Action Novella TV early last week. So this was a uh, episode last week. So you know um anyway, it's sad, you know. I mean PWOGs they have been a team since what uh 2017, 2018 or 2019. So to see them broke up, uh, it's it's sad, but also I can understand since uh, your current storyline is JDL going, you know, uh, having this, uh, you know, going to his rock bottom, <laughs> you know, in terms of him getting what I, I, I him getting what he deserves. He's not getting what he deserves in his eyes. So you know, I know. So this was a good segment and. Uh, Shout out to you, bro. The reactions and the commentary uh, <laughs> the segment was really good. Uh, and uh, I think you also explained well the context regarding PWGs um, to the to the people. I watched it earlier. <laughs> Just kanina lang. I watched it earlier because MWF, I think, posted it on their yeah. Facebook page. Yeah, they did. So if you haven't seen it, you could uh, check it out there. Yeah, it's free. So... If you're not subscribed to Gag, you can see it there. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing possibly the 100 match uh, by JDL and what will, ha what will ultimately happen to the PWOGs. 
Yeah, I can't really comment on this because I, I was a part of it. Yeah. And to be honest with you, one, I don't remember. I don't remember anything I said until I watch it back. So, Siguro, I will be watching that back and posting clips. And um, number two, I really do not remember. I mean, I always forget, Pala, that when they post the clips, I the commentary is there because I've been so used yeah. to. I've been so used to PWR clips without commentary. Yes. Yeah. Like- nah. You you totally forget that there is that added production when it comes to MWF. So, yeah, uh, I'll just plug it. Please watch it. It's on the Facebook page. It's all for free. I think the whole segment is up there or, you know, the important parts. So check that out. Check that out. It's a really good story, um, if I may say so myself. That's as much as I can say about it. Okay, next up, we have Chino's pick from last week's NXT episode. It is Nathan Fraser, not Fraser. Fraser versus the I think not well debuting on know, on NXT TV Maybe. Dragon League. So Chino says this is a great showcase of two talents, great talents. Uh Dragon League is like the biggest signing from the indies since uh since Vince was uh since Vince left power. So they're back to signing big indie guys again. Um obviously uh if you are sort of aware, he is well known um Mostly in Japan as part of NJPW before this, as well as Mexico, where he got well, he is Mexican. He is uh, a part of that family, Sinarush and Drillistico. He obviously made his bones there. This was a black and gold era NXT type of match, Shambra, because it's um it's an indie style where um he and Nathan Fraser pretty much complemented each other in their high-flying stuff. You don't get it twisted. This isn't one of those rookie NXT 2.0 matches. So uh, we'll talk about that in a bit. But this, if you're still holding off on watching NXT, you should go check this out. Uh, so there's also the cherry on top of all of this where the former NXT UK Heritage Cup champion, Noam Dar, was re-signed by uh, NXT after being laid off as part of the NXT UK shutdown. That was that was a good surprise, and it you know as we talked about on last week's live stream, that was a you know a fun prospect of bringing back the championship. So I wanted to say, you know, I agree with Chino here. It's really good. More and more, they have been bringing back the black and gold style of of work of of matches. So it's because of how many independent wrestling talents have come to NXT US, especially those from NXT UK. To the point that black and gold style of wrestling. So they got more veterans again, more veterans than uh than rookies, or I think there's a nice healthy balance. So this episode last week, if I may say so, it kind of reminded me that NXT is fun again, or rather, um, it's it's kind of back to its old self that I shouldn't be missing an episode or shouldn't be watching it late. So what did you think of this, Emil? Oh. Uh, of, of this match and episode. Oh, this was a tremendous match and also a tremendous episode of NXT. I remember last week, uh, this was a day after that, uh, not as after the Raw where people had so many violent reactions. And then this episode happened and people were really surprised by it. They, like, uh, they thought that uh, everything is fine. NXT uh, is great. It's still great. So maybe we should not worry about things. So, and this match was really good. Really, really good. And I've been a Nathan uh, Fraser fan since the the series he had 
with Axiom. I think that was last year. So I, I've been a fan, and uh, I, I'm glad that he's finally back. I mean, he did miss time. And Dragon Lee, I mean, what what more can you say about Dragon Lee? He's one of the best one of the best prospects that ever NXT has gotten over the last year or so. And they really complemented well, the human side Cena, because they worked an indie style match. And uh, it's also short. It's only, I think it clocked in at like less than 10 minutes. Yeah. Around so eight, if you, yeah. yeah. So if you want to watch something, uh, nah, uh, short, but you're really good. This is the match for you to watch this week. Looking forward to seeing more of Dragon Lee and Nathan Fraser in NXT. So yeah, uh, I've been a Nathan Fraser fan since he was working as Ben Carter doing his, uh, AEW Dark. So that's where he came. Wait, from. he's how, that guy? Yeah, he's that guy. That's how oh they. That's God. how they heard of him. And when they heard of him, he they immediately signed him because Shepard he wasn't all elite yet. And then they managed to get him for NXT UK because at the time he didn't have like a full-time work visa in the US. So uh, by signing him to NXT UK, they were able to give him a job and, you know, you know, get around you visa issues before they were able to bring him to NXT stateside. So that's him. Uh, He was putting out bangers. That's how he got noticed. And if you haven't seen Nathan Fraser yet, if you are the kind of wrestling fan or the WWE kind of fan, uh, hasn't really checked out NXT, especially um, since, it beca- since it became NXT 2.0, Nathan Fraser is the guy to watch. He is the... I-, I know that some people don't like it when, you know, you compare other people to other wrestlers, but pretty much to get an idea of what he's like, he's like the second coming of AJ Styles. So... Go catch him. Um, I've, go catch I've him. also sorry, go ahead. I've also seen I've also seen I think some Twitter comparisons of Seth Rollins yeah, with um, say, Not so much because yeah. Seth hasn't been that kind of high flyer. Maybe if they bring him up and then tell him to slow down and stay on the ground, maybe. But his energy and his high flying really remind me of AJ. But anyway, that, that's just spilling hairs. Um he's really good. Go watch him. Chempre, uh, I agree with Chino here that Dragon Lee was the best partner and vice versa. So Nathan Fraser was like the best partner for Dragon Lee. And as a result, Dragon Lee didn't look like one of those awkward signings. Like uh, when Triple H first signed guys like Shinsuke Nakamura after his match with Sami Zayn, uh, he, they kind of struggled with finding the right style or fitting in with the oh, yeah. WWE oh, style. Right. So Dragon Lee kind of gets it. And that's why he is one to watch here. All right, let's move on to Stan's pick from SmackDown. The opener, uh, the opening, sh- the opening contest: Imperium versus Brawling Brutes in a six-man tag match uh, or a trios match, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Sheamus got his win back when he pinned, I believe it was uh, Vinci or Kaiser. I think it yes, was Kaiser. It- was it Vinci? No, it was Vinci. It was, oh, Vinci. It was Vinci. Yeah. yeah. So they pretty much brought the same style. Um, Rowan in his SmackDown review on Patreon pretty much said that everyone got their licks in. So even Gunther, who would normally hang back in matches like this, they they really went all out and worked the match. They wrestled the match. So uh, Stan says, seeing them go back to this uh, matchup was a decent way to keep the story going. Obviously, it's not over yet. In spite of Drew McIntyre's noticeable absence on SmackDown. We'll talk about that in the Thursday live stream. This match had no shortage of physicality, even if it was the come down from uh, WrestleMania weekend. 
it was a suitable opener stances of SmackDown that came with high expectations befitting a post-WrestleMania show. And they delivered. Um, yun nga, um, I feel like Megigil na konte with uh the underlings, uh, if you will, Cena Ridge, Butch, uh Vinci, and Kaiser for not being able to make it to the WrestleMania show. So this is where they made up for it. And this really this was pretty fun. I will say this now, um, you know, just so we can get it out of the way. That SmackDown didn't feel like a Vince show and it was not a Vince show. And it was because of matches like this. So what did you think of yep. this, Emil? Honestly, when I was watching this match, I can't help but to compare the six of them to the... Remember the old SmackDown 6? Yeah. So like our uh, Ruthless Aggression era? Mm-hmm. I can't help but to compare these two teams to those. Because any combination of them really works. And again, like Stan said, you can never tired of these trios. Go at it. Me, me as well. Because both of them are really good at what they do, at what they what they do. And I mean, Imperium, like we all know how good Imperium is, and Brawling Roots as well. So it was a really good showcase, and I think it was kind of you to calm people down. Now everything is gonna be okay. Yeah, uh, it's not gonna be full on like Vince. Take over like this is still Triple H show. He did say it's still his. Uh, it's still his show, and that match was basically a, an example of that. That this is still Triple H. Uh, Triple H show. So you know what they they really wow the crowd. I mean, and I am glad that they're continuing the Gunter Sheamus feud since I really want Sheamus to win the IC title. So um, it's good that they're they're not yet wrapping up. That side of the story, even though Drew is out. So, yeah. Um, this was a really great opener to SmackDown. And it was great, finally. It was great seeing the Brawling Brutes win for once over uh, Gunter and Imperium. Yes, I agree. Uh, Shemper, you got to get your win back. So, uh, really good stuff. And uh, congrats to the Brawling Brutes as well. All right. Before we move on to our last two picks, let's take a quick break and hear from our fellow podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com. All right, you are back with us at the Picks of the Week episode on the Picks of the, Picks of the Week episode. This is myself, Romoran, and Emil A.S.H. Let's move on to Sakura Genesis uh, from last Saturday. So NJPW had the big show again. Um, 
matalino yung ginawa nila. They did not line up and compete against the WrestleMania events, uh, which yep. is I, which is really something <laughs> more companies should do. So let's start with my pick: uh, Hiromu Takahashi versus our Kuya Robbie Eagles for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. So. If you have seen one of these matches, especially a Takahashi Hiromu match, you know what to expect. So it's a whole bunch of uh, big moves. Hiromu likes to take these big moves and and you know really go all out. I am not sure, but I think this might be the first time I've seen Kuya Robbie like do a full main event style NJPW match. Although I could be terribly, terribly wrong, but I think. This is like the first time I saw that. And like they went all the way. It's like it was like an IWGP World Heavy uh, Heavyweight Championship match. So intense. Although, you know, I've seen other Hiromu matches that have done the same, but I don't think I've seen a Robbie match that had, you know, followed up like that. So it was really good. I really believed that Kuya Robbie was gonna pull this one out, pull one out from this one. And like many Hiromu matches, he just withstood everything and won at the end. So uh I saw Kuyarabi post and uh a picture of him of himself feeling really, you know, devastated after the loss. And for you know, this is one of the rare times I completely feel the frustration because it was a really, really close match. It was a, a big match with big near falls, big moves, uh, especially after Robbie, you know, did a quick gimmick change and aligned himself with TMDK. So this was like, for me, this was like a big moving up moment for him. And he didn't get to finish the story, if you will. So um, I know for a fact, like like Cody, this isn't the end mm-hmm. and he is going to get his eventually. Because the... Yeah. the... the um, junior heavyweight championship scene in NJPW is not that deep just yet. So uh, there are a lot of chances for him. There's a big possibility that he wins that one sooner or you know later. So what did you think of this, Emil? Um replay and even watching uh after the fact after the show, I still can't believe how Robbie Eagles didn't win this one. Because like the super Cena Dita si Hiromu actually. Like his his knee, Robbie Eagles worked so much yeah. on Hiromu's knee that I thought Robbie was gonna pull this one out, but <laughs> you know, um Hiromu wins, I guess. And uh Again, the story is not over for uh for Arcuya Robbie, and I wish he could get another crack at the junior uh, heavyweight championship. And this was a great match. This was a really fun match to watch in the middle of of a really good second half of Sakura Genesis, and him moving up, moving away from chaos, where it felt like he was stuck in the middle of nowhere. Well, I'm going to chaos. That's why. Yeah, exactly. That's why. That's why Bishamon do their own thing. <laughs> yeah, that's why him going to TMDK was the right move for him, and he is their sole uh, junior guy there, and he really proved it in this match that he could be um, uh, at least a main event level star. Uh, in New Japan, that was for me. That was his breakout match. Yeah, I, I, think. I agree. I agree. Yeah, like we all, we all know, we have all known, uh, especially in the local scene as well, how good Robbie Eagles is. And I am finally glad that 
the the brass in NJPW is also seeing that uh, this guy is dependable. If you, uh, this guy, if they want to put him on the on the on the top of the junior heavyweight scene, that he he can be uh, he can be that guy. Because again, like I said in in uh, in the past episode, na the junior heavyweight scene is only equal talang between Takahashi. Um, El Desperado, <laughs> yeah, El Desperado, and who was that Bullet Club guy? See, si, uh, Taiji Shimori, yeah, yeah Taiji so, Shimori, yeah. So Dunna Naomi and before he left Dragon Lee, so Dunna Naomi So now you got Robbie Eagles in the mix. So at least something new, and uh, I know for sure uh, he's gonna he's gonna win the championship. Uh, if not now, somewhere, uh, some sometime this year, I think. <laughs> yeah, um, I agree with you that it was Queer Robbie's breakout moment. So, uh, yeah, it was like Cody. I have to point to the Cody example again. Uh, he changed. It, he changed it up. He aligned with a new group. He pretty much broke out. But Shemper, the story isn't over yet. And if you are point, well, we'll talk about this when we do the main event. But uh, so yeah, I'll, I'll save it for that. Yeah, and uh, lastly, wait, lastly, pala. Uh, I really love yung Philippine flag sa 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 gear ni yeah. Robbie Eagles. Yeah. Does he do that often or again? Uh more often now kasi during the pandemic when NJPW resumed um he started to incorporate more of it like he was literally asking Stan uh how he could <laughs> incorporate um the Filipino elements of his uh, ethnicity of his heritage into uh his presentation on uh as a wrestler so um he's been doing a lot more of that uh, sometimes he doesn't do it but you know i think for big matches he likes to pay tribute to um to his filipino side so uh i think uh and deservedly rightfully so nah. uh yeah <laughs> if you will but yeah you know, he's actually you know yeah, actually, I pointed out. I was watching Sakura Genesis with my brother. I pointed out. I point, pointed that out to him that he he's uh he's he has Filipino blood, and at that point he was rooting for him throughout the match already because it's so easy. Like, so he's Filipino, automatic people are gonna root for him. So that was a great thing to put the Philippine flag on on his trunks. Yeah, let's hope that we we reached out to him again for an interview. Let's hope that yes. he makes the time for us again. Right. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. All right, moving right along with our picks from Sakura Genesis. All right, it's time for it's time for Emil's pick, but I just we just did uh, my pick. Let's go. Yes. Okay. So my my pick uh, from last week uh, is from Sakura Genesis as well. It's the three way match for the IWGP Women's Championship between Mercedes Money, Azmi versus Hazuki. I admit this for, this is the first time that I watched uh, Azmi and Hazuki. And I must say, I am so impressed. And I really need to make time to watch Stardom because clearly there's so much talent there. And I think most people who generally wants to see great women's wrestling should absolutely check out Stardom. You know, for those people who 
like to complain a lot about AEW, uh, AWs or WWE's women's division. You should y'all should check that stardom because they have so much talent there and they get showcased uh in a way that uh the major promotions really can't. So in a way, Mercedes Money is the biggest acquisition, not just in terms of having one of the best women's wrestlers in the world today, but by virtue of putting her up against the best that stardom has to offer, it also opens up more eyes to the promotion, to the stardom promotion. So like it or not, Mercedes is a draw. And it was a fast-paced match, very typical of the stardom style. But the most surprising thing about this match was how Mercedes felt really at home with the style and the way they wrestled there. And this match for me was much better than her first uh, match against Kyrie, just for the fact that Mercedes worked a whole totally different style that we are accustomed to seeing her. Because when she was going up against Kyrie, it was... You can still see a bit of such the, the way she worked in the, the WWE, but this one, it was a whole total, whole different pace, whole different style, and she really felt at home there. And there was no dull moments in the match, and it went by so fast. Great finish with the moneymaker onto both uh, both of her opponents, and we got a bonus segment at the end with uh, Mayu Iwatami challenging uh, her for for the title at. All-Star Grand Queendom uh, on April 23rd. So all in all, uh, this was a really great match. And you know, Mercedes really blew me away by the way she felt at home with the Japanese style. So Yeah, I'm going to agree with you in how Mercedes is actually opening up a whole new audience to stardom. So yeah. uh, she is honestly, and I don't mean, I don't say this to undermine the ladies who are over there. She is the best thing to have happened to the comp- to the promotion so far. So yep, ako napa napa search ng stardom shows. Um, the latest show I could find for free online was uh, from February, and uh, it's not so bad. It's not a bad thing, but uh, I want to see more now, and I have to make some time for stardom now in my um in my wrestling diet. So there's that. So Japan really is uh. Winning a lot thanks to Mercedes's uh, decision to go there. And speaking of her decision to go there, she is she just took the biggest W of her career. Now, um, yep. she is happy. She is comfortable. She proved that she can work that style. Because hey, some people can't. They just can't hang. Um, yeah, uh, they're too set in their ways. And it's not a bad thing necessarily, but you know, it goes to show how good you can you are if you can adapt. And, you know, not just adapt, but uh, like you said, feel fully comfortable uh, working that style that is completely foreign. So it's a testament then to, I guess, both how much she's trained with uh, the Joshis over there in Japan and how good she is in adapting and, you know, internalizing that style. So uh, it is too early to say, actually, whether to whether she is 100 percent assimilated there, but. From this outing alone and the past match with Kyrie, Sorbongaling, she is gonna solidify herself as a top female wrestler after her career is over. Uh as for the match itself, yeah, I agree. Um, the triple threat is a lot better, mostly because they really don't write those matches to have a dull moment. So I have seen a Joshi match personally back when Riho came here, 
And it was pretty much the same style. Uh, a lot of bodies flying around, no slow spots, no down moments. If you have more than one, more than two people in the ring, best believe that you will be seeing nonstop action. And um, Mercedes was there for all of it. Uh, that's what we say when you hit all the all the spots that you're, you're supposed to hit. She took the hits as well. Uh, I, I saw Hazki giving her some pretty stiff forearms there. And yes. I don't know if she complained, but she didn't look like she complained. Really, really good stuff. And I want to see more of Mercedes in Japan. I read somewhere that she isn't going to stay like a full year there, but I'm, you know, just to live, just to check it off the bucket list. But I do hope she stayed because I, I know it's tough because you live in the US, but you have to fly to Japan. But this is a really great, I don't know if you could call it a side quest, but this is a great move for her, especially when it is so out of the ordinary for most American wrestlers who would normally just, you know, go to the other promotion, to the rival promotion, whether it's AEW or Impact. This is really, really good stuff and a good unprecedented career move. And I hope that it, it is a career move that many other wrestlers, not just female, um, consider when they, uh, eventually leave their home promotion so yeah and anything else you want to say about this emil this is your pick like um we're saying like mercedes money going to the J- japan was uh was a big w it also kind of reminds me i guess of when aj styles moved from impact to njpw and immediately became a main event player there the same way now they went to a foreign land they were not really sure whether or not it's gonna work out but then eventually it did, and I re- yeah, like you said, Moro, I really do hope that Mercedes uh, wrestle there more, and she doesn't really come home to the U.S. just yet, because <laughs> I am enjoying this uh, this run from her uh, ever since you know ever since she arrived uh, in NJPW. Yeah, yeah, agree, agree. Um, yeah, uh, everything that we have to say has been said. Let's go to the main event of Sakura Genesis. This isn't really part of our picks, but I agree with Emil that we do have to talk about this before, yeah. uh, before <laughs> Thursday. Uh, we won't go too much into the creative side of it, but yeah. we do want to say, you know, we do want to give props to Okada and uh, Sanada for pulling off a great match. Um, I haven't felt personally, I hadn't felt, you know, the the nerves of a big New Japan match in a while until this. Because uh I'm not the biggest Sonata fan, but I was a low-key supporter because I, I felt like he was the best dude from LIJ. I'm not that big of a Naito fan, but I was supporting him in his underdog story. But I did feel that Sonata was like the best guy to break out from among them. So it I, I don't know. It also felt like the first time I was emotionally invested in a Sonata match as well. <laughs> yeah. Um that thing I say like the G1 climax from a few years ago. It was just there, you know. But there were there wasn't any emotional investment for me there for some reason. But now it felt different. I don't know. I can't quite put my finger on it. I usually do, but maybe it's because of the new gimmick. Um relatable, I think. And the career move as well, uh, like Robbie did. He moved, he broke out of LIJ, uh, aligned himself with a new group, and pretty much uh went there to try and, you know, finally make the big play. So what did you think of this, Emil? 
Finally. Yun yung masabi ko, finally. Because I've been a big Sanada fan ever since uh, uh, him in the LIJ. Seeing him excel in the G1 matches. But honestly, coming into this match, I re- I'm really not sure because Okada has this number every time. So maybe, oh, this is another... You know, Okada wins lol match and, uh, yeah. and then he busts out the new gear and like whoa the people inside the inside the arena were also caught off guard by it like he had a shiny new gear I think I saw someone um, call him a Japanese EC3 <laughs> because of <laughs> it's not fair know. that is not fair <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> but he really looked like a star And throughout the match, I was waiting. I, I was waiting for for that moment where Okada was gonna get him, and it never did. And then he finally got him with his new finisher. Like he tried to beat Okada with his old finishers, the moon salts, the, the submissions. But it was that new move that finally did the job for him. And again, I, I'm he, 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 he yeah he finally got. To finish his story, which again I think we'll talk about more. Yeah, we'll talk about Thursday. that more on Thursday. Um, yeah, but match-wise, that was really good. And again, finally, that Sanada finally went won the big one. It it feels more. I feel more happy with with Sanada winning rather than when Evil won the the titles. Yeah, because <laughs> he, he he also did the same. To be fair, Evil Evil all also did the same. He broke out of LJ. He had this new. Uh, house of uh, yeah, house no, of but culture gimmick. See, evil because yeah, evil because he he did that played out thing of joining Bullet Club. Everyone joins Bullet Club, so it's not <laughs> yeah. cool anymore. So yeah. it didn't yeah. it didn't feel. I know this one felt really more um, storybook than the evil one. So again, congrats to Senada for <laughs> yeah. It, it even felt yeah. better than the Shingo win. So it's a Oh yeah, yeah. The Shingo win was kind of forgotten, lost to time. Uh, but this one feels like a super big deal because uh, the story was finished and it wasn't just any story and we'll talk about that on Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. Yes. Yeah. Uh, really good match. Again, um, it was the Sonata match that made me feel the most. So that's saying <laughs> something, I think. Um, so if you are at least a casual NJPW fan or if, if you have seen Sonata back in TNA uh, <laughs> a, a whole decade ago, Uh, you should go check this out. It's really good. And Sonata's makeover is really good. All right. That's it for our picks of the week for last week. If you have any violent reactions or if you just want to leave your own picks of the week, you can just follow us on Facebook at the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You can you know, tweet at us on Twitter at Wrestling2XPod on TikTok as well. Um, you can also reach us at Roazwar at EML underscore Meister, M-E-I-S-T-E-R. At underscore Stancy for Stan, at underscore Chi- at Chino Supersize for Chino, at Monday Night Rowan NITE for Rowan ASH. Yeah, uh, you know, we'll see you again on Thursday for the live stream. And again, we'll see you in a couple of Sundays for the, the live ninth anniversary recording. So again, pnalive.com. Uh, 200 pesos for tickets. Uh, tickets are limited. Uh, we're only giving away 20. So if you want to be a part of the celebration, please do come join us. And uh, we'll have some fun on a Sunday night. All right. For Emil ASH, uh, thank you again to the wonderful boys and girls of Podcast Network Asia for making us sound good, for making us uh, <laughs> the number one podcast in Kenya. 
and the premier, <laughs> the premier wrestling podcast unofficially here in the Philippines. So again, Emil SH, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you and, you know, stay safe. Don't be a dick and uh, be kind to each other. Right. Peace. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.